Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode. Um, it's super fun. I chat with one of my good friends who was on the podcast in 2019, right when it first started. Uh, we actually met just on social media, and we have been like business besties ever since. Uh, her name's Tavier Isles, and she is just amazing. She is the founder of The Communications Chick, and she's also the host of the Black Girl's Guide to the Pivot podcast. Um, so we talk about all kinds of fun stuff, how our business has changed. We talked about a lot of mindset kind of issues that we've gone through that have helped us grow our businesses and it's just super fun. So I hope you enjoy. Grab a glass. Let's chat. Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, I am super excited to have my guest this week. Um, she and I have stayed friends since she first came on the show like three years ago. Um, she is just a mover and a shaker, and she's so inspirational. Um, so I just cannot wait to hear what's been going on. Her name is Tavier Isles, and she is the founder of the Communications Chick and host of the Black Girls Guide to the Pivot podcast. So thanks for hopping on with me. Thank you for having me, friend. I'm so excited to be on your show again. I know. Yay, I know. I'm so excited. I know we like talk on Instagram all the time, but I don't know, it's just different when we just get to like sip and chat. So <laughs> right. <laughs> So awesome. So tell us if you want to, you know, give us a recap of what you do, and then we'll dive into all these fun questions. Um, but yeah, tell us all of the awesome stuff that you do. Okay, well, um, I have a communications uh, business by the name of Tavial's Communications. I am known in the internet streets as the communications chick, so you can find me on all the socials by that name. And uh, my business focuses on strategic communications for small businesses to medium-sized business, as well as nonprofit organizations. I always say, you know, my tagline is have the audacity to be seen. And so we really focus in and hone in on visibility and how to step into your power and your greatness and leverage that to see the results that you want to see. I love it. And what's the acronym you use? It's MORE, right? MORE, yes. Thank you so much for bringing that. See, this is why you're my friend. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you pay attention to everything. So I always talk about how do we leverage to get more? And MORE literally stands for money, opportunities, resources, and experiences. I always say to people, like, I literally genuinely believe in my own life. I always think, like, why would someone say no to me? And I, and that's the kind of energy I want my clients to have. Why would anyone say no to you? So in order to get to that more, we have to identify what makes you unique, leverage that, create the platforms like that you can shine bright. Oh, I love that. I, I love it. And do you work any like with specific industries or 
like, do you work with just all kinds of different people and uh, businesses? Well, you know what? I, I think I think at this point, I, I think my niche is obviously kind of like female oriented, anyone who identifies as a woman female. Um, but lately I have been getting non-female business owners. And mm-hmm. as it relates to like nonprofits, definitely service-based nonprofits who are looking to empower the community. And, um, but no, no particular business. I, I have clients that are professional stylists. I have clients who are, you know, attorneys and social workers. So it just, yeah. it runs a full range. Oh, I love that. I, yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I kind of love keeping all the options open. Like I never like niche down, like everybody said to do, um, just, right. yeah, it's more fun that way. Like there's I always, think so too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least it keeps showing your toes, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. And I, I love doing like the digging, you know, like if I'm not super familiar with an industry and so like diving in and finding all the things, like I just, my nerdy mind just loves doing stuff like that. Yes, geeking out, like going down yes. the rabbit hole of information. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Totally. Awesome. Yeah. So like I said, I think our, yeah, our first chat was in 2019, like right when this podcast yeah. started. So I, it seems like yesterday, but um. You know, I don't know the whole COVID thing. It makes time seem like a blur, but <laughs> <laughs> that whole COVID thing, you yeah, know. Yeah, so I know it's like a time warp. But um, so what has changed? You know, like over the last three years, um, in business and you know all all of that. Well, let's see. I I think you know one thing I always want to I like to highlight is um, for me the pandemic, the thing that we all like to act like didn't happen, really set me on a course of clarity. Um, mm-hmm. I saw opportunities when people saw obstacles, and so I leaned into what the changes were and were coming. And what I what happened was I got refined in my vision of what I wanted to do. And so in 2019, like yeah, I did what I did, but I was kind of all over the place. If I'm being honest, I loved it, but I was all <laughs> over the place. And so 2020 came. Um, it really made you have to get focused. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing at this point? And so p- I pivoted because uh, that's my favorite word, pivot. <laughs> and um, and I just started to get refined in the process and really start to take on projects that align with my soul and my purpose. And that also made me feel good as a person. Um, you know, we've talked many times, Nicole, about not all money is good money, right? And you can wear yourself out by chasing the dollar, especially when you're good at something. So I definitely refocused and refined myself so that I could be aligned with the projects that really spoke to me um, so that I can give my all to my clients. I think that was the big difference that I took away from the pandemic. um, And that's what I'm leading with in 2022. And it has served me very well. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I think, you know, too, it can be kind of scary to do that. You know, to like, I don't like, I don't say if a client comes and, and you know, we tell them no, like, I, I feel like it takes a <laughs> while to get to that point, you know, but it's so worth it, you know? It, it girl, it's super scary, especially, you know, because we're entrepreneurs. And so our, our livelihoods are directly impacted on 
do we say yes? You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so there was, there was a few times where I, I had to look in the mirror and question myself, like, am I going crazy or do I, <laughs> should I just complete the project? And, and I just remember there was a few projects where I just, I started to call all my friends, people, my trusted advisors. And I started to give them the scenarios of, you know, why I was not feeling the particular project. And so when all of my trusted advisor, advisors from different various points in my life were like, yeah, this sounds like a no. I said, okay, it's a no. And so, so then I had to find the comfort and peace in knowing mm-hmm. that people who know me well and I know myself well, we're all saying that this is not the right project. And so it is scary. But when you get past that, that fear factor, uh, there's so much peace on the other side. Yeah, totally. And then like those dream clients that, you know, I feel like we see this all over the Internet, but it's like attract your dream clients. But it's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. But does it really happen? But like, I feel like once right? you get past that hump and trust in yourself and your intuition, then they they really do come. They really do like appear. You're like, oh, oh, my gosh. Like like a fairy grandmother just like waved her wand. Right. You know, and what I think it is, is that we got rid of all the noise, all the Mm -hmm. distractions, and then the opportunities we could see clearly, the opportunities that might have actually kind of been in front of us, but we were so bombarded with the distractions or the lucrativeness of it all Mm -hmm. that we didn't see them. Yeah, I agree. And are you a believer in like the law of attraction or anything like that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. <laughs> I, I, you know, and it's, I, I think um, my first introduction to that was the secret back in, mm-hmm. uh, ooh, it was my first marriage. So two, 2006, um, when I was first introduced, that's a, that's just like a long time ago. Like, <laughs> it was a long time ago, but that was my first introduction to it. And, and so I truly believe, you know, it's, it's what we're focused on. We start to attract. So we definitely need to be in the right frame of mind to Mm -hmm. make sure we're attracting what we actually want and need. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, like, I never really paid attention to that, like, or even to like the chatter going on in my mind until I kind of came across all this a few years ago. But it's so true, you know, and it's like, well, if you really mm-hmm. stop and listen to everything that's going up there, like, for me, a lot of it wasn't positive, you know, and so like, yeah, of course, whatever I'm putting out is, you know, gonna maybe is this coming back at me, not that like, it was horribly detrimental or anything. But once I was even aware and able to change those thought patterns, that's, that's when the game changed. Yep. I'm all about that game change. And just, just the, cause I don't know about you, but I grew up with very strict, rigid thought philosophies. Same. So just <laughs> even, right. Just so even leaning into this, this new thought process, um, took courage, you know, yeah. but when you do, whenever you lean into the very thing that's uncomfortable, I feel like you see real results and you yeah. grow in the process. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, my parents, I mean, Irish Catholic flamey, so they're not like super open to ideas, you know, like, right. And so yeah. like, yeah, even the thought of like firing a client or not taking a client kind of goes against like, what I was kind of brought up with kind of like, oh, no, like that scarcity kind of like take what you can get kind of thing. Yep. And that's been like a huge huge hump to get mm-hmm. over and it still isn't super easy all the time you know like sometimes I'm like okay I'll just take it you know and it, it's like no 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 that's yep. your old thinking <laughs> yeah man like I think it was last year my mom was in a hospital once again and, and it was a pretty critical situation and so I was in the in her hospital room um doing work on my laptop so I was working 
And at the time I had a job, a J-O-B. So believe it or not, I do all the things plus a job at that yeah. time. So, you know, I was cra- I was crazy. And you've got multiple so, little kiddos running around. I don't know how you do half the stuff that you do. Right. But you're amazing. I, I, don't, I don't either. And that's probably why I needed to realign. <laughs> it just wasn't right. So I was sitting in our hospital room and I was I'm looking for another job while I had the, what was considered a good job. And my mom, she looks at me and she's like, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm looking for another job. And she looked at me and she's like, well, how much is good enough for you? Like, why do you have to keep looking for another job? And I just, I looked at her clear as day and I said, if I'm good at something, why wouldn't I want to get paid as much as I possibly can Mm -hmm. for the skills and talents that I have? And I think in that moment, because my mom was like that same kind of philosophy, like take what you can get and you should just be happy. Mm-hmm. In that moment, she looked at me and she said, well, I, I guess that makes sense. I'm not even sure why you shouldn't get more money. In. And I think even for her, she started to change her mindset. Right. So I totally understand like, well, you know, we come from, you know, environments where it's like, just take what you can get. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope. I want it all. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that is amazing. We should all be like that, you know? Um, yeah. Exactly. My, guest, my guest last week, Christina Linkowski, we talked, she brought up um, Rachel, I can't think of her name off the top, but we should all be millionaires. Um, yeah, girl, Rachel Rogers. that's my girl. Yeah. Yes. And it's so true. You know, it's like, why wouldn't we want more money? Because then we can do even greater things with more money. Like, Right. And, and, I, and, and I love one of the premises that she comes from in the book, Rachel Rogers from the book she basically is saying that women should be even more interested in becoming millionaires mm-hmm. because when women elevate we change communities we yes. change generations so it is i just i'm also a firm believer that women have to elevate themselves because we will change dynamics we will break generational curses childhood yes. traumas we will we will we we spread the wealth we don't hold on to it and and, and hoard it we're like we give we're mm-hmm. givers. That's what we do. So, yeah. So everyone should, all women should be millionaires, yes. <laughs> especially me and you. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> We're on our way, right? <laughs> right. We are on our way. <laughs> awesome. Um. So over these past few years, things have been crazy, but, you know, and just, I mean, even if pandemic aside, like being an entrepreneur is, you know, at the steep learning curve as we go. Um, like, what have you learned along the way? And like, what would you tell, like, if you were starting a new business now, like, what would you tell yourself, like, kind of based on what you've learned over the past few years? Mm, that's a good one. I would say there's going to be a lot of zeros in the beginning. Um, but don't get scared that there's a lot of zeros. You are putting in your sweat equity. Mm-hmm. And it pays off later. The second thing I would tell myself is that you have to have, you have to work on your mindset from, yes. from jump. You cannot step into the entrepreneurial field and have a negative mindset. Mm-hmm. And I want to take that even a step further in saying that you have to be mindful of what you allow coming into your mind. So that might be the friends that you're talking to, your family members, maybe social media or podcasts, anything that's going to um get you out of focus or distracted is going to impact your ability to bring in income um, for you, for your life or your family, if you have a family. So I think those would be the two things is expected zeros. And that's all normal. Um, get your sweat equity in now and get refined in the process. And then also get your mind right and constantly work on your mind. Because um, if you let that wander, you will be doom and glooming yourself before you even get started. Mm-hmm. Oh, so true. I love, I love both of those. Yeah. I, I swear. Like, I feel like 
I, I wish I would have. I mean, I've had my business since 2016, but again, only the past few years have really done the mindset aspect. And I wish it would have been flip flopped because I had no idea like how much it changes everything, like not just business, right. personal as well. And, you know, being a business owner, they're, they're kind of intertwined, um, yep. but it, it should be taught like somewhere. Like if you're starting a business, start here with your mindset first. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, have you read or heard of In Tune with the Infinite? Oh, no. no. Oh, get it. Like, I listened to it on repeat for like six months. Um, and I still go, there's like a few chapters that I still listen to pretty often. Uh, it's amazing. And then I also just started, because um, this girl on LinkedIn shared it, it The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Mm. Also, I mean, both of those, like I just stick the earbuds in and like just, it's, they're amazing. And they have been huge okay. game changers. All right. Well, you said it. I'm a listen. So I will be adding it to my list. Awesome. <laughs> um, what marketing strategies work the best for you and like that you love to use and grow your business? Mm, oh, okay. Now I'm a little nervous because I'm talking to the marketing pro. So <laughs> <laughs> I am not so much the marketing pro in the traditional sense. Um, one of the things I I'm still very much deeply in love with the relationship building process Um, because when I build healthy and solid relationships with customers and potential customers, then my referral game is very strong. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like, you know, that word of mouth marketing, while it, you know, there's much more tangible strategies to, you know, see results, never underestimate the power of the relationship you build and how highly people will speak of you and recommend you to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I have clients who have been recommended by other people who are never a client of mine, but just because of the relationship, my credibility, um, the way I communicate and carry myself, it it continues to, um, you know, be fruitful and multiply. I think the other thing is, and this is kind of like how we actually, me and you met is, you know, being on social media, right? Mm -hmm. And um, having a presence on social media, but having an authentic voice on social media and not just being a part of that cookie cutter mold of, you know, I I don't want to throw shade. But, you know, when the pandemic happened, you know, we all had to go online. Mm-hmm. A lot of people merged as coaches. And I'm like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> uh, you know, everybody was a coach or something. Mm-hmm. And what what I saw was a lot of people took someone else's template and then did it for themselves. And there was no, I feel like there was no authentic voice. And so I, I make sure that in my marketing from, you know, word of mouth to my social media presence um, is, is always an authentic voice. People, especially at this point in time, yeah. want to connect with the authentic person and not just this template uh, speaking the rhetoric, but no, mm-hmm. no value behind it. Yeah, totally. I love it. And most of your business comes from referrals, right? Yes. Yes. That's awesome. I'm, I'm a little scared. I'm, I'm a little scared if I like had this super duper solid marketing plan, like, oh my gosh, because it's, I'm like struggling to keep up with what I'm getting from referrals. But, but, you know, I already know I need to uh, continue to scale and build. And so I know at one point, at some point, I'm going to have to put in a very technical, solid, tangible marketing plan. Yeah. You're obviously doing what's working because you are can't even keep up with your like referrals coming in. So that's amazing. I love that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
So what are some goals you're working towards? Um, and is there, I don't know, maybe a course in the works or anything like oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thank you so much. So um, she, people who are listening to this, Nicole is like my virtual accountability partner because she she's the one that always slides into the DMs. So I am I am wrapping up the my course for um how to get more in life. Again, more is more opportunities, uh, money, opportunities, resources, um, and experiences, and how to raise your exposure and elevation level strategically. And so that course will be launching in the next two months. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, So the course, and then also just scaling really to hit that million dollar mark. I, I think it was a few years ago. I don't know. Are you familiar with Jenna Kutcher? Yes. Mm-hmm. Gold Digger. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Gold Digger podcast. So a few years ago, I was listening to her podcast and um, she was at this high level mastermind retreat with some very high, you know, earners. And, but she was the only woman there. And so they, I guess they were asking about how much money do you want to make? And all the other individuals were like, they have these dollar amounts in mind. And she said, when she got to her, she was just kind of like, Oh, her dollar amount wasn't this extravagant number. And and she felt kind of bad about it because she was like, am I supposed to have this massive number? And then her business mentor said to her, in essence, there's two types of entrepreneurs. The one who has like this money goal, this like number, and those who are lifestyle focused. And so I say that to say that I'm definitely a lifestyle focused entrepreneur living a particular quality of life. And so right now, scaling my business, um, obviously, to the million dollar mark. Prior to this, never was really like a genuine goal to me because I'm not necessarily money driven, but I am quality of life driven. And so scaling to the million dollar mark is definitely where I'm like, okay, I can get focused, get behind that so that my family and I, we can travel um, the world like full time and Uh, Because we also homeschool our children. So we're like, we're already primed to live that life. We just need to make sure we have all the money (laughs) necessary (laughs) to go live that life. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And if you're going to hit it, I have no doubt about it. Um, And I can't wait to see. I listened to, have you ever heard of Sabrina Phillip? No. Okay. Anyway, I was listening to her podcast today. I think it's a pretty new podcast because I don't think there's many, but it says how I run my multiple seven figure business working 20 hours or less. So mm. it's pretty like, it's not like super groundbreaking, but because it's like you need a team and then delegate and stuff like that. But I thought like you might want to check that out because she does give kind of like some checklists and some things to kind of do to start building that foundation to be able to move Ooh. into that, you know, seven figures and working kind of less, less than 20 hours a week. So yeah, check that out. Yeah. It's just the Sabrina oh, I podcast, will. I think so. Um, yeah, she's had a few good ones. There was another, I listened to one yesterday. I don't remember what it was called. Something about mind blocks that you like, oh, it's like a mental block you didn't even know you had. And so I listened to it. I was like, huh, she's right. I had that. that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Definitely going to add that to the list now. Awesome. Well, yay. This has been, I just, I love chatting with you. I could do it like all day long. (laughs) All right. We can just be like, let's sip and chat. I know. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) This has been awesome. Like, is there any, I don't know if there's anything else you want to share or any, you know, oh yes. Where can everybody find you? And um, I know you said that in the beginning, but if you want to repeat that again, website, social media, and then 
would they be able to find the course information on the website soon? They would. So okay. you can find me literally at www.thecommunicationschick.com, Instagram, the communications with the an S and then chick, C H I C, all just fluid, one big old massive word on Instagram and the TikTok in YouTube, as well as uh, the website. And so I'm actually, I think one of the things I'm going to be updating a YouTube video on digital on networking. And mm-hmm. funny enough, you were a part of, I think I included you in my first digital networking video, like the, the our relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited to announce I, I when I release this YouTube video, you'll be featured in again. Like, this is my friend, my best business buddy. Yay! We've been at this for like a while. So <laughs> those are all the things that are coming up. And hopefully you guys come over and check me out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, your content is amazing. So y'all go follow her and she gives so many helpful tips and does these awesome videos. And just like, I, I seriously love everything that you put out. Like it's so helpful and just like you said, authentic and just great to to connect. Like you can feel your connection even through social media, which is awesome. Because you don't feel that from Thank a lot of you, people. Brand. <laughs> Right. Thank yeah. you so much. You're welcome. Um, well, awesome. Well, thank you for joining me. And um, we're gonna have to do this again in a few years. We'll just like schedule this in every right. once in a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll be back next week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope it was as much fun to listen to as it was to record. Um, And if you're looking for any marketing help or if you have any struggles with your marketing, I'd love to help you. There's a few fun ways we could work together. Um, If you want to check out those services, they're on the website, nb.marketing. So you can find how, how to work with us there.